You are listening to your new puppies podcast, starting you and your dog off on the right paw. Here's your host, Debbie Salento. Hello, and welcome to episode 47 of Your New Puppies Podcast. I'm Debbie, and today I'm going to talk about how to handle a reactive dog on a leash. So when I say a reactive dog, I mean that dog that while you're walking on a leash, they see something and they start barking at it, or maybe they're lunging at it. Now, if your dog's reaction is overexcitement, then the same tips I'm giving here can help you, but this reactive dog where they're barking, lunging, maybe showing a little bit of aggression is, of course, the more concerning behavior and the one we want to nip in the bud. Unfortunately, this is a pretty common behavior. So if it is happening for you or you're starting to see it happen, do not take it personally because, of course, I'm going to talk about why this starts to happen, and then give you a few tips on how to handle it if it's minor or just starting to happen. Because of course, with this type of behavior, if you try to address it and it's not working, or it gets worse, or it's been going on for so long and it's so intense that you're not confident in your ability to control your dog, then it's really important to call in a trainer. The good news is, is because this is a pretty common behavior, just about every trainer has some experience with it. So this could happen if they see another dog, or it's a person or a kid, or it's something fast moving like a bicycle or somebody on a skateboard or even a car, okay? It can really be anything in their environment that they see. Those are just the most common. And this usually doesn't start to happen until you reach adolescence. As a puppy, you're probably dealing with overexcitement, but sometimes that overexcitement can turn into the reactive dog. Now, why does this happen and why is it so common, unfortunately? And that's simply because walking on a leash is not something that comes natural to our dogs. That's why there are many different issues that we all have with our dogs walking on a leash. We have to teach them how to. And one of the things that can happen because this isn't something that comes natural with them is that they develop what we call barrier aggression. So what that means is you know, our dogs are very close to their fight or flight instinct. And when they're tethered to you on a leash, they don't have the flight response. They feel that they don't have it. And that can make them feel a little bit more defensive, a little bit more protective and, well, reactive to their environment. They feel the need to go into the fight response, even if they don't want to. This also happens behind fences and gates. And that's why you should never, ever, especially children, approach a dog behind a fence. Even if you've been in that backyard with that dog and played with them, when there's a barrier involved, that fence involved, it can become a different story. So what we need to do is to give our dogs a good association and teach them that it's okay 
when this stimulus, whatever it is, passes by or when you see it. And we're going to do this by getting our dog's attention before they have a chance to react, keeping that attention on us while giving them a stream of rewards. Now, this can get tricky and it's going to take practice because depending on how intense the reaction is and how far away the stimulus is, is going to have a lot to do with what you were able to accomplish and what the exact steps that you're going to take. So I'm going to give you my top tips for these situations. Now, these will work if you either have a reactive dog where it's relatively minor and it'll even work if your dog is getting excited, like maybe they're excited to go play with that dog over there. So first is you got to practice in a low distraction environment. And until you get a better handle on it, try to avoid the high distraction environment. So what I mean is, you know, if your dog for, I'm going to use a person as an example, just to, just for simplicity. So you don't go to a park in the middle of a Saturday when it's 70 degrees outside and there's going to be so many people around. You go maybe on a weekday morning when there's not going to be a lot of people. And while you're there, you just simply practice getting your dog's attention while on a walk. You can do it on the move. Like as you're walking, just call his name, snap your fingers, whatever you need to do just to get them to look at you. Because that's going to be the first step to everything is just getting their attention. Use a toy, use treats. And you can also practice stopping the walk, having them sit, look at you, and then continue on. Because eventually that's what you're going to do when the distraction or the stimulus is there. So you want to practice that first. So that's my number one tip. So number two is to stay playful. First of all, a playful attitude will get your dog's attention before like a firm attitude. And we're trying to teach our dog that this person going by isn't a big deal. So when you're getting their attention, when you're on the walk, it's playful. It's good boy, good girl, yay. Maybe you even like pick up the pace a little bit to get them a little playful, a little excited. And even if you have the overexcited dog, this is still going to encourage them to keep the their attention on you. So they're acting excited with you instead of trying to pull you to another dog, right? Or another person. Number three is to keep yourself between your dog and whatever the stimulus is. So the biggest mistake I see is the dog is all the way out on the end of the leash. You're the owner's arm is extended, so the dog's back is to you. You're trying to get his attention while he's barking at, you know, the person that's over there. Your dog has no idea you're there anymore. He does not care. Because our goal is to get our dog's attention and keep it, what's going to give us the best chance of that is keeping ourselves between our dog and the stimulus. So, for example, if a person walking by on the, on the other side of the street, you put your dog on the other side of you. Or when you do stop and you have them sit and look at you, your back is to the person and your front is to the dog. So that's also something else you can practice is to be able to kind of step in front of, turn around and get your dog to sit in the middle of a walk because that's what you might need to do when something goes by. Number four, distance is your friend. You've probably already realized this if you're going through it. 
But the further away the stimulus is, the less of a reaction your dog is having and the more control and the quicker you're going to be able to get their attention, right? If there's a person five feet from you, there's no controlling your dog at that point. But maybe if they're 20 feet from you and your dog's just aware of them but not reacting yet, that's when you are going to get their attention, keep it on you, stay playful while you let the stimulus go by. So those are my top tips. Okay, so again, big picture is you want to get your dog's attention, keep it on you while you let the stimulus go by. Or maybe you're walking away from the stimulus. So eventually they learn, oh, when I see this thing, nothing bad happens. Or when I see this thing, good things happen. So they stop reacting in that negative way. So again, if you try this and it's not working or this has been going on for a while and it's kind of escalated, that's when it's time to call in a trainer. Like I said, most trainers have experience with this, but depending on how severe it is, what the stimulus is, how much control you have over not only the stimulus, but your dog can really, you know, will drive exactly what you need to do. And that is all I have for you today. If you are enjoying this podcast, you can help me out by rating and reviewing it because it helps other dog owners find the podcast. And if you'd like to continue training with me, I have an online puppy course. I do online video sessions and of course, in-person sessions. You can find all of that information on my website, playtimepause.com. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be speaking with you soon. Bye for now.